The District 87 School Board has four open seats on the ballot on April 6th and four candidates. It was five until John Reed pulled out of the race after a series of offensive social media posts surfaced. Three of the four candidates are incumbents, Bridget Beasley Gibson, Elizabeth Fox Anvik, and Chuck Irwin. Candidate Fitzgerald Samdi is seeking elected office for the first time. Chuck Irwin is a retired school administrator. He is seeking a second term on the board. Irwin says the school board has two two main jobs, set policy for the school system, and hire a superintendent. The new board will get that chance soon, as Barry Riley has announced he will retire after the next school year. Irwin says the district needs someone with vision to guide the district through tough financial times. That's something he says Riley has done well. Even with the financial situations in the district, uh, if you look around the district, uh, let's say just look at our facilities and buildings, the new band uh, facility, uh, athletic field. Um, we've been able to maintain uh, what we have and also to expand on, on facilities. Elizabeth Fox Anvik works in IT at State Farm. She is seeking a second term on the school board. Anvik says the search for a new school leader presents a challenge and an opportunity. She says it's important the district hire someone who understands the needs of a diverse school district. Understands um, what it's like to teach uh, in a very diverse district because uh, you need to be able to connect with all of your students. Black and Hispanic students and other minorities make up a majority of the student population in District 87. Bridget Beasley Gibson works as a career track manager at State Farm. She's been on the board since 2016. Gibson says diversity is also a key issue for her. She and Superintendent Barry Riley have co-chaired a committee on diversity, equity, and inclusion in District 87. In an effort to get together on a regular basis to, to build our acumen around uh, DNI as it relates to education and then hear from the community in terms of what they want to see and how things should be different. Fitzgerald Samdi will bring a different perspective to the board. Samdi works for an electronics company in Normal and has served as a Republican precinct committeeman. He initially campaigned with John Reed. Their names are on signs that urged voters to elect two good men. Samdi has since distanced himself from Reed. Samdi says he was originally motivated to run because he wanted schools reopened during the pandemic. He says too many students are struggling and unsafe learning from home. Samdi also says remote learning has been tough on parents. He says many can't afford daycare or tutoring and have had to become teachers themselves. There's a lot of people that's out of jobs. So not only are they struggling, and they're struggling to teach, it's parents like myself, I don't know algebra. I'm not a teacher. District 87 has already started to move students back to the classroom on a more limited basis, but the school board has been largely hands-off on return-to-school plans. Board members Bridget Beasley-Gibson, Chuck Irwin, and Elizabeth Fox-Anvik say the administration has handled the pandemic well, and Fox-Anvik says the board isn't there to micromanage. I would hate for us to start to get down in the weeds on some things, um, because then it's a slippery slope of... Uh, well, hey, why didn't we call the snow day today, right? The school board incumbents say District 87 has managed its money well, even though state funding hasn't kept up with rising costs. Chuck Irwin says it's possible budget cuts may be coming if state funding stays flat. 
He notes the district issued working cash bonds last year, and he says that should keep the district on good financial footing for several years. Irwin says if the district ever needed a financial lifeline, he'd likely want to go to the voters to consider a tax increase. Cutting programs um, is a difficult decision, and, and that involves staff because that's where most of your uh, expenses is in terms of salaries, and uh, so there'd be programs that would have to be cut. There'd be staff that would have to be cut. Bridget Beasley Gibson says the district has discussed a tax referendum in the past. She says if it became necessary, the district would look to see if Unit 5 would consider its own referendum. That's always one of the key things that we try to do is kind of work together, and if, and, and if we were, we would kind of consider the needs of both districts. Gibson says the district's property tax rate of about $5.15 is in a good place now. District 87's tax rate has essentially stayed flat for several years. Its tax levy increased about 3% this year. That's based on a projected increase in taxable land values. Fitzgerald Sandy takes a more critical view of District 87's finances. He implies, without evidence, the district is wasting money on things not relevant to education. Where is the money going and how is it being spent? That's why I would like to run for, for District 87, get to the bottom of it, and if it's being spent on buying luxury couches, it's going to be cut. Sandy says the district's taxes are already too high. When asked what he would cut, Sandy says he'd need to see the budget first. I'm Eric Stock.